Friends, in this post-Christmas podcast, I just have to ask, are you done? Are you are you over the fa-la-la-la-la and you've quickly turned back into the Grinch? All your Christmas cheer and joy has been replaced with the post-seasonal letdown. You're just tired. You're done. The mess is incredible. The kids are still crazy. And here you are trying to wrestle greased pigs in a ditch. Well, if that's the case, I want to give you a couple of thoughts for how you clean up the Christmas mess, the Christmas crazy, and ideas that may become traditions and will help you in the future. So stick around and let's see if we can't bring some peace out of the chaos that Christmas can sometimes bring instead of the blessing that it was meant to bring. Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. So I don't know if you caught episode 85, where I was trying to encourage you to keep Jesus in Christmas, to take our eyes off of all of the gifts and the bustle and the hustle and the crazy things and the traditions that we keep to celebrate Christmas. All of the things that we do to make it the most magical time of the year. So that's all done. And in the wake of that, if you weren't depressed before, you very likely could find yourself being on that side of it now, maybe let down by the fact that you weren't appreciated as much as you felt like you should be appreciated or that you did all of this work to get these great gifts and the kids have already trashed them. Or we can just fill in those blanks. Or maybe you yourself did not get the gift that you were hoping for. Maybe if you're one of my single moms listening, maybe it was that ring or maybe it was that commitment in a specific relationship. Regardless, here we are post-Christmas. And I want to give you some ideas as you clean up the Christmas mess that might will bless. How about that? Now, you could be of the camp like my sister who already has her stuff cleaned up, done, finished, and put away. My house does not look like that. Or you could be of the camp, oh no, I always leave my Christmas decorations out until the first of the year. Or maybe you're like some of my rural Kentucky friends that just never take down the outside lights, they plug them in every day. So regardless of where you are in that camp, here are 10 little things that maybe will help you be ready for next year when it rolls around and to embrace the season that we've just had and to keep the Christmas love and magic alive. First thing, before you disassemble your tree, What about if you take your cell phone in there with you and just snap a picture of the whole tree and then do a close-up of each ornament that has some sentimentality or means something to you and then actually take the time to upload that to an account or to create a photo book and write why those ornaments are important to you. That way, in case something would ever happen to you in the future or tomorrow, since we're not promised that, you have a record for your kids of 
who gave you these ornaments, why they're important, and why you put them on the tree year after year. So that was my first thing, is let's just take stock and inventory of the blessings that we've been given and those ornaments that tell stories and the reasons that we bought them. Number two, as you're looking at these ornaments, maybe some are broken or discolored or maybe bleached out by the sun or just simply tired and you really don't even like them and you don't want them, go ahead and give them away or throw them away, depending on their state of affairs. Just clean up. And as you're doing each aspect of your house and you're looking through the ornaments, the artwork, all of the things, what do you actually enjoy putting out and what's just something else to manage? Because nobody needs more stuff to manage. So as you're looking at the things that you truly cherish, you truly love, you do enjoy and you're not holding on to for, oh my gosh, if I don't put this out, then my mother-in-law's going to be so mad. Okay, mama wants me to put this out, so I will. What things bring you joy? And what things do you just need less with somebody else with? Funny on that one was this year, in our Dirty Santa, I had included an heirloom from my great aunt. And I wasn't sure how it was going to be received. So I went ahead before anything was opened and prefaced it with, now, if you want to give this away to Goodwill, you can. And I put it in the Dirty Santa, knowing that my daughter would be one of the three people. I had two daughters-in-laws and one daughter that would all be participating in this particular Dirty Santa. Well, weather conditions kept my daughter awake. So so when this gift, when this ceramic potato was unwrapped, and it's this huge ceramic potato, and it has a lid, and the actually the handle of the lid is a little bitty spud, and it's, it's rather cute, and it's handmade, and it was well-made. And again, my great aunt made it, but I wanted to bless somebody else with it. I haven't used it in years, and so I was going to bless somebody else with it. The two daughter-in-laws actually got into a conversation about how neat it was, and I was like, well, good. That means it won't go to Goodwill this year. But my daughter, when she found out it was a part of the Dirty Santa, she was like, what? You gave away Aunt May's potato? Oops, not realizing that she might have liked that herself. But again, I put it in the drawing when I thought she was going to be here with us. But my point is, what things are you holding on to because you really do enjoy them? And what things can you give up? So that's the time as you're cleaning up to go ahead before next year and get rid of it and clean it up. Third thing, as you're cleaning up, you do not have to invest in a million see-through clear bins. However, if you could start that process and maybe go get one or two while they're on sale, get a couple of the see-throughs, then that helps you to see what's inside those boxes. Now, if you're using old moving boxes, old Amazon boxes, and you're recycling those, good for you. Kudos, high five, heads up. I would say label it very clearly so you know next year, because we all get tired. At this point of the game, we're just done. We just want to throw it in a box and put it back on the shelf. But one of the most beneficials for me as a messy is to have each box really detailed, really clearly labeled with what's inside. So then even though I can't see it, it's on the outside. The next point that's hooked to that one is put things away in the order that you need to get them back out. By that I mean, if the outside Christmas lights are the first thing that you're going to put up, then that needs to be the last thing that gets put away so it's easy to get to and you can pull it out very easily. Same thing with the Christmas tree. If your Christmas tree is in three parts and in three different sections of your storage unit or your storage, wherever you keep it, your basement, your attic, your spare room, wherever it is, is it accessible? So it's the first thing that you pull out or do you have to pull out box after box after box to get to it? For me, it also is my Christmas wreath. It's going to go up maybe 
weeks before my Christmas tree does. So I have to have it in a place where I can see it, I can access it, and I can get to it. So that's just a little organizational tip as you're cleaning up. Put things away in the order that you need to retrieve them. So the things that are going to be the most important to put up first next year are the last things on the shelf. I think we're up to like number six because I stopped numbering as I was talking. But this next idea is one that is a favorite tradition of mine and was always enjoyed by our kids that we did. And I just gave my last two boys their ornaments. So every year, and this was a great idea that I got from my sister-in-law, and my kids were already a little older, so they don't have one for every year. But every year, take pictures of that Christmas and turn it into an ornament for the child. Now I do it digitally with the company that I'm with. I just do them digitally and I make these fabulous metal tags and I create different ornaments for the tree for our grandchildren. But back in the day, and these I think are just even more special, I would print the pictures, cut them out in the circle or the shape, put them in an ornament, write the date, super important, date and age of the child. So then when that child gets married and moves away, it will break your heart to do it, but you have a whole collection of childhood ornaments that you can give to them to take with them to put on their tree and to make their first Christmas tree homey so that they can then decorate their first Christmas tree. And it's a blessing too. It's a great gift to give at a shower or if you have that you can pull them out and then you gift those ornaments to your, your grown kids. But I'll tell you the benefit of when they're little. It is so fun for them to see themselves year after year and how they grew. And if you can capture a moment or print a picture that encapsulates that particular Christmas for that child, that is just the best way to go because it helps them to remember that special thing that they got at Christmas or that special Christmas time or special people that maybe passed away later or earlier in the year and you have a picture of them together, that's a great way to commemorate that. So make a Christmas ornament of your kids and it can be like right now is a great time post-Christmas. Hit Hobby Lobby, Walmart, CVS, different places that have ornaments that you can insert a picture in. So that's a that's just will give you more of a blessing, be more of a blessing to you than you can imagine. So that is a idea right there for you. Now, next point, what about things that you needed this year that you didn't have? Well, again, I'm going to suggest to you, and this is a no-brainer if you're a Black Friday shopper, if you love a good deal, is to go buy things right now on sale for next year. Look at um, Big Lots, Ollie's, those those discount stores that people may or may not hit quite as much, or your CVS, your Walgreens, your big box stores that are getting rid of things at a ridiculously great price. So let's say that you didn't have a manger scene for your front yard. Now might be the time to get it. Or you want to change up your theme and you're going to not decorate in blue and white next year. You're going to do crimson and gold. Now's a great time to go get those things that you didn't have. And if you listened to the Keep Jesus in Christmas, maybe this is the time that you would look for gospel-centered Christmas cards or more thoughtful and intentional nativity-type decorations that will help celebrate the season. An advent wreath, if you don't have an advent wreath or an advent candle wreath, now is a great time to get those. All right, so we've talked about getting rid of your broken and ugly, never going to use again items, investing in those clear boxes if you can do it, put things back in the order that you need to pull them out for next year. And here is one that you may not have thought of, but this is a trick that 
has come to serve me very well. If you get a gift in a dirty Santa, in an office giveaway, or if somebody just gives you something that you, you're grateful for, but you know you're probably not going to use it, then I suggest that you have a box of re-gifts. Now, in your re-gifting box, you do need to clearly label who gave you the gift originally so that next year you don't turn around and give it back to said person. These are great for white elephants, for dirty Santas. It's just fun. Another idea that will serve you greatly is when you go to these parties or these events where dirty Santas or white elephants or even auctions are being held, that you keep a list of those really great ideas so that then you can reuse it next year at a different function. That's kind of a fun thing is label your re-gift who gave it to you so that you're not giving it back to that person and then store it away again in a clearly labeled box. And if you do happen to mess up and somebody says, ah, what in the world? You What? I gave this to you last year. Did you not use it? Then my sister had the best phrase. My sister Tina had the best phrase for that. Oh, good. If you gave it to me, then you're going to love using it yourself. So that's always your easy political out if you re-give to the same person. And then this is just a fun one and it's a little one, but now Now's a great time at Bath and Body Works or different stores to stock up on your Christmas smells for next year. So get them on sale. Your your pine, your balsam forest, your those things that make your house smell like Christmas or Christmas tree. Now is the time. Look at as my last one, and this should be number 10. I wasn't counting it, could be number 12. But as you look at this year, what worked well for you? Where did you completely blow your budget and it didn't go well? What things would you like to do better next year? And what things just caused undue stress that you just need to not buy into next year? This is a great time for contemplation, for figuring out how you want to be intentional and how you want to do your Christmas holidays going forward. Oh, and on that note, something that's a great thing to start compiling is have your own recipe book of What did you serve when so that next year as different holidays come up, you're not reinventing the wheel every year? I tend to do that. I tend to go, okay, now what can we do this year? And I end up having the same foods, so I'm not really doing anybody any favors. But if I keep my menus, then I'm like, okay, I served this last time. I want to mix it up and do this this year or have a theme next year and pick some themes and see what other people are doing. So those are just some little practical tips, little life hacks for Christmas that hopefully Hopefully, will help you be better prepared next year. I encourage you to stay on your budget, keep Jesus in your season, to be a blessing to others, and to really be present and to enjoy the, most, the moments. Now, as you clean up that Christmas chaos, as you bring peace into your life, keep doing it with an attitude of joy. Until next time, this is Kathy. Take good care. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.